Welcome to Fly Cool Shit, the show where Jeff Petro and Mark Pollard talk about aerobatics, unique airplanes, aviation news, and so much more. Hey pilot, you're clear to enter the box. Smoke on. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Fly Cool Shit. I'm Mark. And I'm Jeff. And we're going to talk about some cool shit because we have a lot of it. A lot, right? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, how's your week been? It's been great. Um, I ordered you a present. Um, mm. I guess it can count as your Christmas present. I, I'll just tell you, I got, I got you a snow cone machine. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Yeah. And I feel, I'm, I don't know if anybody else out there is like me, but it's been in my house for like two weeks and all I have to do is spend five minutes and like pull over to the post office and mail it, but I don't. And I'm an ass. And sometimes like, are you the same way? Like sometimes I'm like just really on top of stuff, like really, really good. And once in a while, like with something like this or even, you know, Bobby Holly, I, um, cause I put black machine screws on my, um, my airplane to let it match the paint. So it was like, I forget what it's called anodized or something like that. But I was talking to uh, Bobby Holly about it and I'm like, Hey, you want me to get you some? So I got them some, like it's probably, a, it's almost a year, maybe nine months. And I, they're in my closet and I'm just, I'm just lazy with that stuff. So anyway, Dude, um, I, I get like that a lot where like I'm on top of stuff. And then there's other times where I'm like, it's so much easier to not do something than it is to do something. <laughs> just yeah. like, yeah, and, screw like it. most of the time I'm really good. Like, most of the time I'm really, really good, but sometimes like once, and it's, n- it's nothing against the person that I have to do it for or whatever, but like, I don't know. Like even like with like, you know, you guys like you and, and massage and like, um, for Christmas, I was going to send you guys some like coffee and everything. And like, I know I got to get to the post office and get some of those flat rate boxes and, um, I got to do it because if, <laughs> if I don't do it soon, it's never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel bad too, because like AJ, uh, over you know, AJ Wilder out in California, he's a, he has figure one foundation and like once every three months, he he'll send me a shirt and, you know, for my birthday, he sent me like these really nice, uh, gla- uh, like scotch glasses. Dang. It's like, dude, he's, and like, I'm just, and all I got to do is just send him some coffee and, um, but like if AJ asks me to do something, I'm always pretty much right on top of it or something like that. Like, yeah. It's not like I not there for the guy, but like, you know, like just little knickknack stuff. Like I'm terrible. I'm just terrible. Anyway, <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Speaking of AJ, do we talk about AJ's, um, win at, uh, Borrego? I gotta be honest. Were you surprised? No, I wasn't. No, I wasn't surprised. That says a lot, right? I no. mean, nothing. I'm not taking away from Jim Burke is an incredible pilot too. And it was a tight con. It was a very tight contest from what I saw. But um, dude, they were neck and neck. AJ's, yeah, he's here to play. Yeah, he is here to play. Um, and no, how about Borrego? What's how that? about Borrego? Oh yeah, cash prizes. Yeah, yeah, that dude. was um, that was a fun con. It's it's been fun paying attention to contests to see kind of how they you know if you're not there you know all the social media posting and all that stuff. It's it's. It's fun, man. That looked like a fun contest. They really did it right. The trophies were cool. 
Cash Money, good group, no drama. Yeah, I wish it. I wish the U.S. was at the size of France because, you know, like France is not a big, you know, the size of it's not a big country. So all those guys go to the same contest pretty much. And yeah. like, I would love to come out with my airplane and, uh, and you know, fly and and be in the California contest. And um, it's just obviously it's not feasible for going to a regional contest. So, um yeah, it's uh, you guys know how to throw a contest. What can I say? It's I think that's been that was the contest of the decade. Yeah, I agree. You know, I agree. Um, even the trophies were amazing, and I don't think they had one glider, right? Which is amazing. Did they even allow? I don't think they allow <laughs> gliders. I don't know if they had gliders there or not. <laughs> <laughs> right? But yeah, it looked like a good contest. We should start a a thing that like. If this and this happens, you have to fly a glider at a contest or something like if, I don't know, raise money or if they get like some like 50,000 signatures, <laughs> Mark has to fly a glider. <laughs> no, thank know, you. It's gross, right? It's gross. No, thank you. Get your um, spoilers. Right. Um, What have you been up to? Oh, man. I So, you know, it's so funny. Today I was actually thinking about going to fly the extra. I just got back from a couple days in um, Seattle doing training. Uh, I um, took a position with the airline to become a uh, an instructor. Uh, so that's been it, that's been kind of all consuming. Um, it was kind of an intensive couple day ground school course, and then uh, I'll start doing some more training here this coming week. But uh, just got back from that last night. And nice. Yeah, man. Just kind of, uh, I don't know, dude. I don't know. I, I remember how we talked uh, this is almost a year ago, I guess. Um, Oh, maybe like nine months ago, but I, you know, it was kind of feeling like in a rut a little bit, like not really feeling like flying. Like you, it's just amazing. Like how stuff kind of consumes, you know, and I haven't been, um, I haven't flown the extra in, in like, you know what? I'm going to look at my logbook because I'm not, why, why even speculate? I want to see the last time I flew this thing. It had to be you a month flying, ago. You were flying it a lot. I know. Has it been that long? Yeah. Yeah. 10, five. So, uh, <sighs> tomorrow will be 30 days. Um, nice. Yeah. And I was, I was, fly, I flew it a bunch in, um, October. I flew it a bunch in, uh, or not a bunch in October, a bunch, a bunch in September. Um, so just kind of, yeah. it was kind of nice to take a little bit of a break. Uh, from the intensity and, and just kind of focus on other stuff. Um, yeah, that, so that's, you know, it's been kind of nice to have a little bit of downtime, a little bit of chill time, but um, I haven't had much of a desire to go out and bang it around at all. Um, I was thinking about doing it today. Uh, can't talk a whole lot about it, but uh, I, I'm testing some, some stuff uh, from Lyft and Tiger Performance um, that might Ooh. make its way into a future product. And I was going to do that today. And, we had some rain yesterday, um, and now now I'm looking. At, of course, we're recording, and it's absolutely gorgeous right now. But even like around lunchtime, there was just some some patchy rain clouds, and um, yeah. it, all it takes anybody out there that's ever flown an MT prop knows uh, they, they learn their lesson once uh, around getting that that prop around any kind of rain. <laughs> yeah, and uh, oh god, I learned my lesson the hard way. Uh, our prop has since been overhauled, but it was like, man, we took off. I was in the pattern. 
like one little just just wispy rain, misty shower kind of thing. It wasn't even like rain, rain, but just came over as we were on the upwind and uh, we're like, ah, oh, screw it. You know, we pulled the prop back, pulled the power back, landed and paint was, you know, all kinds of paint was missing from the prop. So it was a mess. Um, so now it's it's beautiful. Maybe I'll go fly tomorrow. I have no. What's the uh, like, what's the temperature this time of year by you? Dude, it's a nice day right now, man. It was like 74 yesterday. Right now, I'm going to look it up. It's a little cooler today. 66 right now. Uh, the high is supposed to be 68. So it'll be, it'll sit yeah, kind of around there. But yeah, like 60s mid, um, kind of mid to high 60s up until next Thursday, a week from today. Then it starts getting into 71 and 74 degrees and sunny. But yeah, how's yeah. the weather by you right now? You're getting some cold weather, right? Dude, it's right now it's 48 degrees. Um, our lows, uh, here in New York, it's 48 uh, right now. 30, it's 48 degrees right now. Dude. And like that overcast cloudy layer. So not even the sun's coming out. So it's just depression. I feel like Kurt Cobain right now. Yeah. That, that, dude, that miserable real talk. That is the, the kind of stuff that starts uh, getting me depressed. Every time I think about moving to like Seattle or Portland, I'm like, dude, I need the sun. I can't do it. No, you can't. I won't let you do that. No. I would love to like, yeah. So it's like, it's, and like, I even catch myself like when I'm looking at the stupid iPhone weather, I'm like, oh, next week's going to be 59 and 61 high. And I'm like, do you hear yourself, Jeff? Do you hear what you're saying out loud? That's like what you're excited. Years. You're excited about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, it is what it is. It's just, that's why, you know, you talk about like IAC and then no one's coming out. That's what's, um, I would love to, I wonder if we can, not a rule change, but I wonder if the IAC would have the ability to get the 20, like, like for argument's sake, we're in 2021. So for 2022, if those proposed knowns are not proposed, if those knowns can be solidified and um, given out in say September, so that this way, you know, people like, you know, mountain man, Luke up in Canada and me and people in these cold parts of the country that really can't fly too much during the winter can at least get some type of practice in before it, because you get all these bastards down in Florida and you, and you guys get to practice the knowns and just come out swinging. And then, you know, usually like here in New York, I don't know, I guess like end of April, it's warming up past fifties. Um, so, and you know, that's, that that's is a really, thing, right? Yeah, it's already like four or five months into 2022. So like it sucks unless you have a million dollars and you want to keep your plane down in Florida and airline down and hotel it up. You should just buy two airplanes. It should just get a second airplane, dude. I should have. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I could do that. Just 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 pick up a second second airplane and, you know, yeah, dude, that NG is really aggravating the shit out of me because it's it's really growing on me and I I really like it. Me too. Me too, dude. I know. Especially when that blue one came out. That's kind of sealed the deal with me is that light blue one. Ugh, the so nice. the schemes are really good. Um Mirko must be doing all the uh all the uh the paint job designs, right? Yeah. Your your paint scheme on your midwing three hundred would look really cool on an NG. Oh my god, it would. I would love to see that. Right? Yeah, it would it would look really good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, um, dude, I, I, um, you know, it's so funny. 
you know, talking about the game bird and like the the two versus single place canopy stuff. And and obviously extras had um, a history with with two and single place canopy variants on some of their airplanes. Um, I don't know that the NG needs a single place canopy. Would it look better? You know what I mean? Yeah, it would. I mean, it already looks amazing, but it would look better. I think I it would mean, look what airplane doesn't look good. What airplane doesn't look good with the single place canopy? I guess that's a good point. I guess that's a you good know? point. That's a good point. Does an MX? Oh, the MX did have a single place canopy. The MX2. I think Nigel Lamb flew an MX2 in Red Bull and he put a single place canopy yeah. on it. Yeah. That's another airplane that like, oh man, I wish I, if I won the lotter, lotter the lotter, if I won the lottery, <laughs> I would, um, I would definitely do like an aerobatic heaven. I don't know. And just get one of each and put them on like those mechanical circular table thingies. Yes. You know, just like the slow rotating thing that you would put a car on in a showroom back in the sixties. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, speaking of MX2 and MX2 or uh, MX2 and NG, we got some stuff to talk about, but what were you going to say? Oh, I was going to ask you. I never really asked you this question. Yeah. Um, what if you can pick a single place airplane, not a two place with not a two place airplane with a single place canopy, but if you can pick a single place canopy, I mean a single place airplane to fly mm-hmm. overall. I'm not talking like performance. I'm talking something that you know when you open the hangar door. The, why can't I talk today? The hangar door um, turns you on, kind of thing. Like, what airplane would it be? Hmm. So looks wise, I have to be, I'm going to be fully transparent right now. We're in the circle of trust. I'm going to, I'm going to let it out. Mm. I don't think the 330 SC is the prettiest airplane on the planet. Agreed. I don't think it's the prettiest. Do I, if I'm, if I'm picking a mission or an airplane for a mission that a single place aerobatic unlimited monoplane would fit in, I would pick the SC overall. I think it's hard for me to pick against an MXS looks wise. I actually think the MXS is a really, really pretty airplane. It is right. It's really pretty. It is. I I think the tail is gorgeous. I think the canopy is great. I love the long nose. I think it, it, the angle, you know, so much we've talked about this, um, you know, like the angle that a table airplane sits on the ground, that kind of nose high angle. Like it could be, you know, how the gear sits. I think I really do think MX nailed how the airplane sits on the ground. It's it's stance on the ground looks beautiful. It it looks beautiful in the air. It looks sleek. It looks fast. Looks wise. Yeah. I, I I think I think I, I go with the MXS. I still I think overall would would pick the 330 SC if I had to pick one and looks didn't matter and it was just about functionality. I mean, I'm used to extra um, and this, you know, my answer could be a little bit of, uh, I don't know, from an ignorant place because I've never flown an MXS. And I'm not saying I would pick the SC because I think it flies better, but like I know extra, you know, it's the language I speak, right? Uh, Whereas I'm just not um, versed in the MX. So like, you know, working on it or would I like it over the long run? I'm sure I would, but you know, I think the SC would just be an extra. And so I already know, I already know I love it. 
right? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Um, so Holy that's what shit, I would did pick. You just get that text message. Yeah, that's what made me skip a beat. Did we talk about this? Yeah. I guess yeah. we can't. Um, okay. Oh wait, let me let me give you uh, let me give you uh, give, give me yours because you're gonna love it. Yeah. So I have a bunch. Um, so these are the I'm gonna give wait, you. Was a I, not, was I supposed vary, to pick? Kinda, was I supposed to pick non aerobatic? No, 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 no. Aerobatic. You're right. Okay. Okay. So I tend to go back and forth between an extra 230, an extra 260, and a cap 231EX. Those are like my oh. bucket list one day airplanes. Yeah. But, but you know what airplane is really sexy? Hmm. So picture it was for sale. Matt, you're going to know it. Don't say it. Let me say it. Mateus Dalder tried to sell his. I would I would get mm, a stock yeah. edge 540 V3. Yeah. Not don't no race mods, no nothing. A stock 540 with that canopy and the cowl. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the edge 540 looks sex. really, really good. And it's in its race pedigree looks wise. Yeah. The, well, the, the V3, the V3 though. The V3. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Not bad. No, that's so a beautiful airplane. We just got some breaking news. Are we allowed to? I mean, can we say it? I don't know if we are allowed to say it. I just asked. All right. Um, so that, we'll this is we'll, big. We'll get back to that. Yeah, we'll get back. It's huge. Potential it's big huge news. news. Um, and if we don't mention it, it's because we can't mention it yet. But it'll become public uh, in, in in a couple. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, dude. I, the the I Gullians. Edge 540 V3 looked so, so good. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's, I, th- I take that as we can talk about it. Oh, maybe not. Oh, nope. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, people hate us. That's all right. Join the club. Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Do you want to Sorry. pause really quick? <laughs> Almost. No, let's, I got to stop looking at We got to stop looking at text. Okay. <laughs> we'll address that later. <laughs> There's just so much. God. Okay. This will, well, you guys are listening to this. This will come out. Uh, we're recording this Thursday. This will come out tomorrow, Friday. Um, we, the, can, the following we, can talk. Week. we can say it's in reference to Southeast Arrow. There we go. That, yeah. It's in reference to something at Southeast Arrow. It's all positive. Um, and um, yeah, some exciting things are going to be happening. So keep your ears peeled. Yeah. Um, wow. Wow. So um, I like, I like the, the, the edge 540 V3 thing. I really love that airplane. Yeah. I really do. I really do love that airplane. Um, I love all aerobatic planes. Let's be honest. I do too. I do too. You know, I really want to fly an SC. I don't want to fly an NG. I want to fly a lot of these airplanes. If you fly an SC, it's going to like do you, it's going to, it's going to do you in man, because you're going to love it. It'll piss me off. Probably be like, I don't want to fly my freaking midwing anymore. Yeah. So, you know, I also actually um, think the MX two is pretty like, I like, um, I like Brits MX two, you know, I, when I see it, I like it. Um, Speaking of which, we should, we should talk about, um, 
uh, Kevin's passing, the previous owner. Yeah, Kevin Campbell passed away. Yeah, um, rest in peace. Yeah, really, rest in peace. He did a, an amazing amount for the sport. Um, and I didn't know him well, but enough uh, people that I know knew him, and nothing but great things from from that side of from you know about Kevin. And uh, yeah, it's sad. Um, yeah, but not much more. Sebring's going on. I think he ran. He was in Florida. Um, and he ran, you know, helped to run a lot of contests and contributed a lot. And, um, yeah, like I said, I don't know a lot about him. I can't, I can't lie, but, um, no, I, I, I didn't know him uh, personally at all either, but I knew, yeah. I just I knew know. he was the previous owner of Brits, um, Britain Dave's MX too. And, uh, you know, I know he did a lot of, a lot for the sport out there in Florida. So, yeah. Speaking of which, um, cause I, I want to get back to MX2 talk cause I kind of had a, uh, let's do it. You want to talk about Sebring? Let's, let's, I want to talk about everything. Let's talk about everything. All right. Fuck it. Yeah. Um, because you you and I didn't realize, but Sebring has a big thing happening this weekend. There's going to be a new Bozo. Oh. I didn't even realize until now. Right? Yes. So I would um, imagine so. I mean. Yeah, they, that's exciting. I saw some some rumblings of Sebring, but I got to be honest. The The social media push from the West coast has been much better than from the East coast this year. You know what I mean? Like Brian Jones, Paolo. Um, I mean, even Susan bell, like, I mean, you know, I know she's injured and hasn't been, um, you know, uh, super involved, but like a lot of these people really pump the West coast contest. And I haven't seen a lot of pumping of, of Sebring. Maybe I'm wrong. But I really haven't seen you think? that push like we have for the uh, West Coast contest this year. Yeah, I hope. Um, I don't know Brian Jones well or Powell, um, but I'd like to see if they would get involved in you know the nationals. Uh, you know, and not this, not so much. I think that people that contest direct and and do the logistics of the nationals do a phenomenal job. I'm talking about you know putting that West coast spice on it, you know, like, uh, yeah. the trophy, the type of trophies and the fun and, and keeping people happy about it and keeping it, you know, keeping it fun, I guess. I don't know. Um, I know we have to be serious. Um, everybody, some of the people listening out there, like, can't you know, it's fun. It's serious and it's airbag. Like, yeah, we get it, but, um, we still have to have a good time and, and smile at the end of the day. So I think that Brian Jones and, and Powell can, can definitely add, um, something good to it. Um, so that'd be, uh, I'd be curious what they thought about, you know, getting involved at nationals if they would, especially, uh, kind of what happened. Oof. I agree. I agree a hundred percent. I agree a hundred percent. Did it make you want to, it makes you want to compete next year, right? After seeing that. So, or at least this, go, this is, so this is actually a compliment. It sounds, it's, it's not going to sound like one, but I, it, it actually is, it means more than how it sounds. It makes me want to be there. It doesn't necessarily make me want to compete. It makes me want to be there no matter what's going on. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's a, a yeah. bigger a bigger um, compliment or a, a bigger testament to, you know, how that contest went um, than just competing. You know, obviously the group was is incredible. I have so much respect for everybody that, you know, that showed up there. Um, it's a, it looked like a really, really fun time. Um, and then the competition stuff, it's just like, yeah, I guess all that stuff, you know, all that great stuff. And then, then there was some, like some flying on the side, you know, 
um, yeah. which was also <laughs> awesome. I, and that's kind of how I, and, you know, look at it. Um, it doesn't make me, it doesn't give me the burning desire to compete. It makes me really, it makes me want to take the time off to go down there and then, yeah, I'll compete and like, who gives a crap, you know, how, how it even goes. It's, it's more of like just being there and hanging out. Um, and that's what I really right. like. Yeah, no, totally. And they did the four minute free. I think that's huge. Yeah. You know, um, cause I was always saying that, you know, the contest for the, for the pilot is, is very enjoyable, but for the volunteers, for maybe the surrounding neighborhood to try to entice people to, to get involved or, you know, um, you know, give back almost like a, a four minute free is a lot of fun for, to watch with the smoke and, and doing a couple tumbles here and there. Totally. Some torque rolls. It's a, it's a lot of fun. So, um, really great job, Brian Jones and, uh, yeah. Powell, um, all those guys really, really cool. Yeah. Um, I agree. Yeah. And cool for, uh, Mark Cunningham from Canada flying down. Yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's badass, man. Hell yeah. And he flew his plane down. So, I mean, like that's a, that's a journey. Yeah, no, totally. Um, Sebring's going on right now. As we speak, dude, as we speak, it's looking like, uh, upwards and, of 40, uh, um, contestants for the, for yeah. the uh, contest. It's pretty good. And one of our close friends, Aaron, uh, McCartan, he is down there flying the contest and limited. I think he's the only competitor right now. And he is testing out a 330 SC that he could be potentially buying. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he, he, gosh, he gave us the of, green light to talk about it. Stuff. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. You go, man. And then I'll add. He's, I, I think. So when this, when Brodigan put serial number 50 up for sale, we all in the chat were like, Aaron, you need a, you need an SC. This is this SC just hit the market. Go get it. And I was really hoping that he would go, you know, he would uh, jump on this thing. Cause it's kind of a cool SC and, and you can elaborate on the mods it has um, aside from a stock SC, but um, yeah, he's, he's flying serial number 50. He's, he's flying Brodigan's SC and, and, and yeah, um, testing it to see if that's the one he wants to maybe potentially purchase. Yeah. It's really interesting because I know Aaron, um, he flew the NG at nationals and anybody watching the video, um, I don't, you know, unless you're somebody incredibly good. Um, but I was really blown away by, by him flying that, you know, one for not having a lot of time in the airplane and two, it just, he really made the airplane, um, he, he just did a really great job showing what it can do. And yeah. so, you know, he's looking to compete on a world level, um, at WAC and, um, the NG just, you know, unfortunately doesn't have it. Uh, you need an SC, but you know, at a regional and nationals and NG is, is, uh, from what I've been told is, is plenty, um, or, you know, enough. And, you know, you, you could supplement or give rides and give instructions. So it's multi-use type platform. Yeah. Um, so it, it's really going to be interesting what he comes back with because he's going down there. He's going to fly it. I'm sure he's going to love it uh, because that airplane, it's got a, um, I believe it's got a Thunderbolt motor in it. So it's got 10 to one. Yeah. Um, it's got the French charboard exhaust, which I want. Um, um, so he's got that. It's super lightweight. Um, there's speculation on the, uh, normally extras have steel tube fuselages and there's some speculation that a different metal, I'm not going to say was used, uh, to lighten it up there. It's got a sick paint scheme. The paint um, job is super amazing. lightweight. Panel. 
Yeah, super lightweight panel. Did I you know, do, do just, I um am I incorrect in saying that it it has a different tail as well? Um no, I think it's stock. What do okay. you mean? The, you can say it out loud because no, 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 I'm not even, I'm not even being cryptic. Um, I thought, I thought it had some either a different elevator or there was something, some, some control service that was not stocked to the SC. And I just, I can't remember. Oh, maybe I, could be um, wrong. I didn't, I, I never heard that. Um, I think it's got a stock rudder and elevator. Maybe the, uh, maybe the degrees of, um, you know, how many degrees the deflection, of deflection. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe that could change, but travel. Um, it's a great airplane. So it's going to be curious because, you know, spending that kind of money on, on an airplane, you, you go into worlds like you, that's, that's the point of getting that airplane Yes. or, you know, it's just a serious commitment. So it's exciting. And, um, you know, I'd be ha- not that it matters to Aaron, what we think, but I'd be happy with whatever he got it. Cause you know, whatever he gets, he's going to fly the balls off and it's going to be enjoyable to watch. Yeah. I kind of, I'll be honest. I kind of, I kind of want him to get an NG. So what do you think, dude, you were, you just read my freaking mind. I swear to God, I was just <laughs> about to say, I was going to propose a, a scenario and, and I was going to say, I want you to pick a lane and that lane is for what, you know, you grab you, picture you, you, you're behind Aaron McCartan. Okay. And you grab his shoulders, right. And you turn him one way or another to have him just follow a path, right? <laughs> and you get to pick the path he goes down. Path A is what he's doing now, right? I've uh, been flying the SE, uh, you know, he's on the team. Uh Visions for Whack needs his own airplane. Sold uh, selling it panzels in in in, you know, it's essentially sold. Um there was a little bit of a delay on that, but it's essentially sold. Get needs an SE to go to Worlds, compete with the US Unlimited team. Scenario B or path B, he buys an NG. He starts a, a flight school like he's been been talking about, but then does air shows in the NG and, and still competes, but does, you know, does air shows. Which path would you send him down? NG, 100%. I think I would too. Sorry, Aaron. <laughs> and the, the, no, no, uh, there's no... Um, how do I say this? It's not from any ability standpoint or, well, it's like, it's, you know, obviously he, you know, he's chasing his dream and he's freaking awesome and, um, he'll do really well. And, and he's a, uh, a valuable member of the team. Just, I just kind of want to see him put together a routine for the NG and then, and just start making a little bit more, um, giving a little bit more visibility, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I think we'll know. Well, obviously we'll know, but um, I think after this weekend at Sebring when he flies it, um, you know, he'll know. He'll know what he wants to do because if it doesn't, if this airplane doesn't blow him away uh, or not blow him away, obviously it's going to blow him away. It's a great airplane. Um, but if he's not, a switch almost has to flick in his head like, and he's got to be like super happy or it's got to get him excited and this and that for him to buy it. But if it's, if there's if it just doesn't make sense, then, you know, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, well, and we, it's, it's super interesting. Well, and we can talk about the NG. Uh, the other element of the NG is that, um, Mr. President and Mrs. First lady are flying Doug's NG at Sebring or have flown it to Sebring. Yeah. Um, assuming that Jim is going to fly the NG there. 
in something. Is he? Assuming. Well, that'd be interesting to have him line up against Aaron. Yeah. I, fly I, against each other. It's a good matchup. Dude, it'd be fun to see what Jim could do in the NG. I don't know how much time he has in it. They've been they've been out flying it uh, this week at uh, Southeast Arrow, from what I understand. Um, yeah, I wonder where they're there because that's a long trip for them. They're from uh, Jim's from Oregon, right? Yeah, that is a long trip. Yeah, I wonder where they're at Southeast Arrow. They um, either Marianne or, or Jim had posted, you know, uh, training at Southeast Arrow, and I in my head. This is this, again, you know, and <laughs> this will this will continue to bite the fly cool shit co-hosts in the ass till the end of time. Um, and, uh, <laughs> you know, we've inserted our our foot in mouths a couple of times and, and inferred things that were incorrect. But um, when I saw that, I was like, oh, well, maybe, you know, obviously, Jim could be the one that gets the first lady up to speed and, and to fly the SC. Right. Um, so maybe that's what they were doing is, is, is he was training her in the NG to get dual in the extra. So then, you know, maybe the SC stays in their, in their fleet. Right. Um, and he doesn't get rid of it when his MXS comes. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. Um, I like Jim. I, I, I actually, um, I really like him and I think, um, I think he's doing a lot of great stuff for the IC. Um, not to say, you know, uh, Obviously, we have two different sides of the aisle with certain people, but yeah, you, you, I think that's certain that that there's been a, a lot of good done. Um, and you know, I, I I think he has the best intentions for the IC, and I'm curious to see you know with with him teaming up with Bobby Holly as his VP, um, what they're gonna do. Yeah, um, I hope that I hope Oshkosh um, is gonna be huge for them in August. Um, it's gonna yeah. be interesting. You know, super difficult maybe because Jim's on the team. He's also the IRC president. Rob's on the team. He's vice president. Worlds is in, I think it's in August and Oshkosh is in late July. So it's, they got a lot on their plate. Um, so yeah. it'll be interesting to see how they handle it. I'm sure they can. They definitely have the ability. Um, and plus now, you know, Rob's got an MX2, which we just, uh, which he's putting together, which is really exciting because I wonder, you know, is he, is he going to have two airplanes at air shows? Is he just going to have the MXS? Um, you know, is Adam involved in that? Cause I know him and Adam fly the MXS and, um, you know, things like that. So, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of, a lot of new, not new blood, but there's a lot of exciting, a lot of exciting things happening in the aerobatic world. And we need, it that, is kind of an exciting know? time right now. Yeah. I wish that MXS, MXS, I wish that MX aircraft, um, and I, I've even said this to a certain to a certain person, but I wish they would post more. I wish we would know yeah. more about what's going on at the MX factory because there, people want to know. I mean, it's as simple as it sounds. They could certainly be more proactive on social media for sure. Yeah, and I think that I don't want to say them not posting, but I don't know if it's a start. You know, they're they're just getting their their feet on the ground. They're, you know, COVID has obviously you know been a difficult situation for a lot of people that. You know, it's easy to compare MX to Extra and be like, well, Extra is producing airplanes, but Extra has been in business for 40 years and, um, yeah. you know, has has a, has a lot of experience. And, you know, MX kind of took over, the Australians took over MX at a, at a really kind of crummy time. Um, but, you know, I think that due to COVID, them being based in Australia and maybe, I don't want to be mean, but, you know, lack of uh, posting and and 
you know, product pushing. Um, you know, I think that's why maybe Gamebird, you know, has been doing somewhat good on, on sales. I mean, Gamebird sold a lot of airplanes at 45 or so or 47. Yeah. Um, and I think that, um, you know, if MX was at a little bit more of a foothold, uh, what's the right term? I'm looking for foothold maybe or more market you know, share. Yeah, more market share or whatever. I think that they, they between Extra NG and Gamebird, I think that they would have been able to steal maybe five five to 10 sales. Um, yeah, I, I you know, it, it seems watching MX, and I mean, this is true, and this is not even a knock, is that they're, they are a small company. You know, I think they're smaller than we even think. You think an aircraft company needs to have, you know, you, you think of a manufacturer, right? They have to have everything that's that a, a that a manufacturing facility would need to have stood up right like you know employees assembly line and um big big hangar or big facility and and all this other stuff and support and parts and i think really mx is you know they're just, they're a fledgling um business you know, and a boutique, I mean, we talked about this before. They're a boutique, they're a boutique aircraft maker. They're not, they're not necessarily a manufacturer. You know, it's like they're, um, I don't know what the numbers are going to be for 2021, but how many, how many airplanes did they deliver in, in 2021 so far? Like two. Yeah. Odds. And Alon's still waiting. So yeah, yeah. Uh, they got odds. Um, well maybe three. So Rob's MX2 odds MXS and, um, uh, Brad, Brad Worsen's MX. Yeah. Uh, those are the only three yeah, I can so, think of. Yeah. We want to see more. We yeah. like MX. We want them to stick around, obviously. And, yeah, and they, hopefully that um, boosts things. So maybe next year, maybe they, you know, again, it's a boutique and I, I don't mean that in a bad way. It's it's just that, you know, Gamebird pumped out. What would they pump out this year alone in airplanes? 20? Probably. I don't, I mean, yeah. you know, that's crazy. Extras, At least, uh, extras yeah. around the same. So, you know, MX is just not putting that they're just, it's just not the same. It's apples to oranges, you know, and it's not a bad right. thing, but I would love to see, you know, um, hopefully this, you know, they're getting the revenue, they're getting the income, they're getting the, the orders in and, you know, maybe next year we see a doubling but, of that, you know? Yeah. Let me throw a, uh, let me throw a, uh, brain twister at you. Okay. What do you think is better or more performance an MX two or three thirty SC? Right. More performance. Yeah. What's a, what has, what's some better, not better, but what's, what's got more performance an MX2 or a, uh, MX2 or a, I think so too. Right. I think, I think the MX2, it's such a fast airplane. It's so fast yeah. compared to an SC. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's probably close, but I think the MX2 might edge it out Yeah, or it's, it comes down like, I would still pick a, and, and SC because I, you know, I just love, I love the SC. Yeah. And I think it comes down to, you know, what, uh, what people like in terms of feel seating position and all that crap. Um, but yeah, this, you know, the MX two is a, it's a phenomenal, phenomenal airplane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, and you know, performance, I mean, they're, they are fast airplanes. They, you know, the extra, the SC and you correct me if I'm wrong, but it, it, it this, the way that airplane's built, I know it's a German airplane, but it feels very much catered to like SIVA aerobatics, right? Like a, a slower airplane that can, 
that can do things at a slower airspeed and a slower energy to stay in the box better. Right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't categorize an MX as being made for that. Like the way the MX flies, I wouldn't say, Oh, you made, you made that for world level competition. Obviously it is a world level competition airplane. That's, that's, that goes without saying, but it, it, you know, like the Yak 55, like the Russians, the Sukhois, those are built for the box. Right. Whereas I don't, I don't know that I would say that the edge is built for the box and I wouldn't say the MX is built for the box. Yeah. I don't Just know. I mean, that's a, that's a, yeah, that's a good question because it, from what I understand, isn't the, the MX was kind of like a, uh, a spinoff of the Giles. Obviously yes. it's not the same wing position or wing uh, angle. Um, I believe they so, bought the rights to it. If, if, if I yeah, have to go so, back and look at the history a little bit, but I believe they bought it um, and then kind of modified it and, and made the MX what it is today. Yeah. So I think the MX, um, is, is if I had to guess, I think it was built for, um, obviously rusty competition aerobatics, but also having in mind, you know, a freestyle aspect, um, that, that obviously, you know, it fits Rob's, you know, very well, um, and his freestyle flying and speed, you know, cross country, I guess, or just speed in general. Yeah. So yeah, you're, I think you're right. Like the, um, the Sukes, the Sukhois and the, uh, the extras, the SCs, those are, I think the SC was a very purpose built, a rusty style aerobatic plane. That, uh, yeah. I don't think that plane was really built for freestyle. Um, oh. I think freestyle was a byproduct of them fixing certain things that people didn't like about them. You know, obviously it's the way that the 300 S is outside snapped and everything like that. Um, so increasing the rudder size and the elevator effectiveness, um, you're going to get better snaps, but you're also going to be able to, you know, in essence, maybe uh, be able to do more things uh, gyroscopically and and you know tumble wise or whatever. So, yeah, it's 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 really interesting. Um, and um, yeah, the MX two is just. Uh, I hope that there's. I just want to see variety at you know around the world and at a contest too. So it'd be nice to see more MX MXs. And yeah, to be honest with you, I I thought I would have seen uh, more game birds at contests this year. That that is one thing that's really interesting. It makes you wonder, like, kind of what the demographic is for sales. You know, we we and we've debated this in our group chats and stuff. Um, you know, is it the is it the just casual aerobatic person buying these? Is it the doctor that wants to have something sporty? You know, because I've actually done extra checkouts for people that have never done aerobatics and don't intend on doing aerobatics. They bought a three hundred L because they wanted they wanted the. Um, you know, I, I don't know. It's like it's like buying a Corvette and not wanting to race, right? Or something like that. Like you do, you want something fast to go get your groceries or sporty, uh, but you have no intention yeah. of of using it for what would it you know what it was intended for. Um, I wonder if that's kind of similar to the game bird. Like it, I wonder. I'd be curious to see what Philip has to say on like you know what their demo is. Like the people that are buying these, like what what are they doing with it? Because I don't think we've seen one even registered at a contest. We were gonna see yeah, Christian. Do the uh, you know he was registered for the four minute free, um, at nationals, but then uh, didn't show, and so hmm. I, to my knowledge, uh, somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but to my knowledge, I don't know that there has been a game bird in a contest this year. Yeah, um, yeah, really interesting. It is interesting because I want to see. Uh, yeah, yeah, I agree with you 100. percent The variety is so cool, especially like yeah, on a world like, stage. You know, it's like how boring is it to see. 330 SC, 330 SC, 330 SC, 330 SC, Sukhoi, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. MX. Um, but it, yeah. And it, I think that's. It'd be cool. 
that's probably why, you know, going back to, you know, I asked you what airplane you, you would want to buy right now. And I think that the SC, why I don't, it's not why you didn't pick the SC, but one of the, the reasons why you didn't pick it is because there's so many of them and it's such a common, it's a common airplane that you've seen. Yeah. So it's like, I've seen a million of them, but like the MXS, you know, the people, a lot of people that have them don't even post about them. Um, and Rob, you know, Rob's got a really sick looking MXS. It's black with the check. It's, it's really cool looking. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I wish, uh, it'd be nice to see, you know, more MXSs. And, you know, I mentioned, you know, him and, uh, Robin and Adam flying the MXS. Adam, um, we saw Adam and Melissa are over in Europe or maybe they're back, but they're training for, uh, that air race. With car. Let's talk about that. Absolutely. I'm glad right? you brought that up. I was going to forget about that. So they've been selected, right? Well, I don't know. Are they selected? I mean, I, I, I saw mean, some Melissa pictures. posted I a very Red Bull air race in a, in a race suit type of, uh, you know, photo. Really? Yeah. Let me, um, let me, let me find it here. Oh man. Wouldn't you love to be single? No kids. And just freaking over there and start ripping around python i'm just kidding it'd be so much fun <laughs> i'm kidding all right so let me okay so i guess so i don't know the how do i say this i don't know the model in which uh world championship air racing is 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 following um so she went to a camp and you know going to a next camp she she posted a very pressy pressy releasey type of photo of her in a Sparco race suit, you know, that would be um, very much, you know, on the website as a, as a pilot roster. Um, that doesn't mean that she's selected, but what she says is look, reflecting back on the first air race camp and looking forward to the next one. I left this camp with not only a few flight experience, a new, sorry, a new flight experience, but also uh, a whole batch of new friends that I cannot wait to adventure around the world with. So that I assumed that, Hey, she's on the track. She's she's going to be air racing. Um, yeah, I could, we should reach out to Adam and get Adam on the show. I would love to get Adam on the show. That would be a that would be a ton yeah. of fun. But yeah, um, they're 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 posted. They're, they're um, next to each other uh, in front of that 300L, um, and in front of the pylons there at at camp. So I'm assuming that they're they're selected. I mean, why would you do multiple yeah. training camps and and I don't know, but I don't know how they're, I don't know if they're doing a bunch of training camps and then they're going to be, um, kind of whittled out a little bit over time. I don't know. Damn it. Why can't Sammy go do that? He's going to, had to go buy an edge. You know, I, the, the, it remains to be seen on whether he made a bad decision to not go or a good decision to not go. Yeah, you know what I mean? I see what you're saying. I, yeah. I'm not so sure. I don't know what's going to happen mm. with this thing. Yeah. I don't know. No, it's totally interesting. Yeah. Totally interesting. Um, what was I going to say? Um, yeah. And I also saw Sammy. Uh, he sold his pits. He did. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know the guy? I don't. Um, I think it's a buddy of his. Oh, cool. Uh, but I'm not, yeah, I don't know who he, uh, I don't know the um, the person personally, but yeah, he got that thing sold. Yeah. Uh, so he's got you know got some uh, some edge money 
<laughs> Which is good. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait to see what he does with the next year. Even if it's just air shows, I can't wait to see what he comes up with. Yeah, me too. Me too. You know. But um, but yeah. Um, what else we got going on? So yeah, Sebring's going on. It looks like it might get rained out tomorrow. I think they were able to fly today, so yeah, they gotten through to known, something like that. And um be curious to see uh if Jim Burke flew um and how he did in the NG. Yeah. And um who the bozo is gonna be. Is Marianne <sighs> flying um, the NG in sportsman? I don't know. That's a great question. That's a great question. That'll be that'll be kind of fun to know. see. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um and you wanted to talk about uh rule change, rule proposal changes something, right? Yeah, yeah. So um we we tried I I don't did we talk about trying to get the November board meeting public publicized? Streamed. Well we mentioned yeah, we were talking about it with Sammy. Um and we you reached out to Jim Burke, right? I did. Um and and Jim uh reached out to the the lawyers and and it's 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 you know Aaron on the side of caution it's looking like it's not feasible to have it streamed, which is unfortunate. Um but it's coming up, I think, the middle of this month, sometime like this sixteenth or so. Um, but there's a, there's a lot of I don't know if this is typical, but there are twenty two rule changes proposals. Yeah, I read them, and there was a lot of them that related to nationals. I'm sorry, forty four, <laughs> not twenty. Oh forty four. Yeah. Um, crazy. Yeah, and so I th- I thought it might be kind of fun. Um, just to kind of talk about, you know, we don't have to go through the whole, um, uh, it's a lot, it's very wordy, but if you go on the ISC website, guys, uh, you, you can look it up in full, but I thought it might be kind of fun to look at the synopsis of like, you know, um, what, what we're talking about and maybe, or maybe the change, you know, like what the current rule is a little bit and like what the changes, but yeah, there, there's, there's definitely, um, there's some, you know, looking through it that there's, there's some good ones. <laughs> um yeah. deleting the requirement for boundary judges. You'll like that. Yes. Um I did not put that in by the way. So there's other believers out there. Yeah. Yeah. You, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um so and, and somebody somebody spoke up about it. They're like, but you know, I like about and it's like I get that you like them, but let's just think about this for a second. Besides holding up contests, having to drive them out there, drive them back trying to get volunteers when it's kind of tough getting volunteers, all that other garbage. When you think about it, the top three at a regional contest, let's not talk about even nationals right now, but like the top three at regional contests are always going to be the top three boundaries yeah. and not boundaries. You know, there's not enough competitors where, uh, you know, boundaries are really going to make a difference. So, and I think at the lower category levels, it's better. I'm not saying get rid of box markers. If anybody thinks that like you need the box markers, obviously, and you need to fly, you know, your presentation needs to be in front of the judge at a good angle and all that crap. But, you know, I think it would take a lot of pressure off, you know, first time competitors and, you know, new, newer style competitors to not really worry about getting called out. You know, if there's like, say like, you know, a 20 or 30, not, you know, wind component, you know, downwind or so, or, or on judge or whatever. So I think it can, I think it could do good. Do. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see if it happens. Can I talk about one that's hilarious? Yes. These, oh, do tell. I'm going to link you to these. Do you, are you? Do you have them up? Um, I don't. But Here, yeah, just I'm going to send it to you. I right had. 
I printed them out like two weeks ago and marked them up. I swear to God. And like made notes. And now I can't find them. One of my favorite ones right here. The synopsis flying in inter- intermediate or above should disqualify a competitor from best first time sportsman. Okay. Um, I guess a scenario has come up some t- at some point <laughs> where somebody has, has competed oh in intermediate and then gone down to sportsman and tried to get the best first time sportsman award. <laughs> oh my God. It's the best ever. Oh, it's so funny. Is that really what's wrong with the IAC? We need to talk about that. Proposer change rationale. This comes up rarely, but if a competitor skips sportsman and flies intermediate or a higher higher category at their first contest, then steps down to sportsman, they should probably not qualify for best first time sportsman. <sighs> the things that you don't think have to be made rules that become rules are just really really funny. That's um, really funny. <laughs> one of the ones I like is late arrivals. You know, is to allow uh, you know maybe a jury to. Uh, um, weigh in on on allowing late arrivals if somebody's going to be late. I like that. You know, yeah, a lot of nationals talk. Um, I'm trying to find the one with the canopy. I feel bad, to keep talking about it, but it's, I think it's hysterical that it's even an argument at this point. Yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of nationals, a lot of nationals, uh, a lot of uh, grading judges, judging related. Um proposals um <laughs> uh, eliminate references to metric units somebody out there really hates the metric system <laughs> is that a joke or is that real that's real no 22 uh 2022-11 eliminate references to metric units round all numbers to f- nearest 50 feet um and the change is to remove all metric units from the rule book which I, you know, at, at face value, it's like I get it. You know, it's like we want to look at stuff at, uh, you know, in in feet. You know, yeah. It's just funny. Oh it just God. sounds funny. Um, yeah. I thought there was a rule. Oh, maybe it was a comment. Oh, here's. I think it might have been on the. I've got one for you that I I like. I like. I kind of like this. I and I realize this present this this um, presents a a a problem for for friends. But I actually kind of like this because I've always thought this was kind of a conflict of interest. Um, preventing coaches from judging pilots they coach. Which one is that? What number? 2022-13. And essentially the, 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 the proposal here is um, coaches and any person who has provided coaching in a camp or other formal setting of competitors may not act as a grading judges in or act as grading judges in categories wherein their clients slash pilots are competing. This prohibition does not apply to anyone who has, for instance, critiqued a pilot on an informal basis at a chapter practice day or similar event. So basically, yeah, uh, you know, maybe not have coaches uh, also judge you. Yeah, but that's just such a garbage rule because like, so for instance, like, um, let's see. uh, But how would that work? Because if Rob is the advanced team coach, then Rob couldn't sit exactly. on the judge's line. Yeah, exactly. It's like, or then like, you know, like I do a pre-nationals camp with uh, John Morrissey and John, you know, John's a judge, obviously. Yeah. Um, and I could just be like, all right, John's not my coach anymore. <laughs> making it public. <laughs> so like, you know, and that's just making a, a joke out of it. But what's to say, like, you know, somebody has a legit fallout. Like, let's say like somebody did, ch- you know, train with John Morrissey. And, 
you know, less than a year. It's not, there's not even like a, a length of time listed, but like, you know, if you've trained with John Morrissey and you're in the advanced category, then he can't judge. Yeah. It's and this, this opens up Pandora's box too. Yeah. It's like, Oh, uh, you know, I got trained, trained by, by yeah. John, you know, for a year straight, 10 years ago. <laughs> and yeah, now, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, and this, like this would open up such basically a like, mess. Yeah. And you're basically calling out the judge or exist this saying that in years past and in future that you don't believe that judges can, can grade in an unbiased fashion. And like, if you feel that way, then like before you implement a rule like this, then maybe backtrack a little bit and take a look at some of the other judges that were judging and giving out certain scores when they weren't even coaches. Like, yeah, if there's judge bias going on, I think that there's other areas that can be, um, looked at before we implement the rule like this, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, obviously this, this <laughs> assumes that there's, there's some egregious, uh, bias judging going on, yeah. which, which, you know, there's, there's bias judging, but I don't, I don't know that it's, who's really pumping up their students, their protégés, their, um, apprentices, you know, uh, in such a way, if it was, if it was that bias, you would have a, it would be evident in my opinion. Yeah. Or post about it, say it out loud. Like, yeah. If you believe it, like that's what I don't like is like you and I are pretty outspoken. Yeah. Um, sometimes too, and, I guess. you know, some, <laughs> Yeah, sometimes too. Um, <laughs> and uh, and sometimes people don't like what we say, but I think that, you know, at least, I don't know, people know where we're coming from. But my point is that enough people, there's enough talk behind the curtains between all, you know, everybody we know about judging and this guy is, this is, you know, this competitor's coach is there and yada, yada, yada. And like, but it's all like private, you know, little gossip bullshit talk, like post about it online. And and if you believe in it so much, then why should you be afraid to talk out loud about it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, I just don't get it. I also um, have to add, like, if 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 I'm going to get coaching from anybody, I want it to be a judge. <laughs> so, like, where right? do you, you know, uh, you get coached by somebody once. Does that prevent, you know, it's, I, th- th- that this could be really this could be Pandora's box. Yeah, exactly. And it goes back to like, you know, it's, it's a judge's perception and order of flight and this and that. And it all, honestly, just fire about us because you, you want to fire about it. Because if you're looking to win nationals, you know, if you're that 1% of 1% of people that really like, I get it and you argue and, and whatever you want to do. But like for most of us, you know, let's just focus on the, the, uh, the real issue at hand and that's, you know, flying really well. And, you know, when you do good and, and yeah. you'll win the top three are always going to be the top three. Yeah. Don't care. You yeah. Know? Um, so it is what it is. Dude, there, there's so many here that are uh, obviously directly related to nationals. There's, there's some really funny ones, man. Um, you know, get rid of the inverted oh, signaling rule. <laughs> yeah. I wonder who, I wonder who that is. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. <laughs> who would have done that? Uh, downwind, downwind entry notation on forms. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Um, back to back back form printing. Dude, come on. (laughs) Back to back form printing. What are we doing here? Uh, Oh, there was one up here that, uh, uh, bring back the known as a qualifying flight. Current rule, reckless flying, any violation of traffic, traffic patterns, unscheduled aerobatic maneuvers or operation of an aircraft in an unsafe manner 
or in such a manner that would create an unsafe situation or cast an image of recklessness on the IAC. The change is proposed. Uh, changed uh, to reckless flying any violation of traffic patterns and scheduled aerobatic maneuvers or operation of an aerobatic or of an aircraft in an unsafe manner or such a manner that would create. Okay. They want to add any flight in the known program scoring below 50%. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. You score, you score below 50, but they want that back in. So that used to be, it looks like that used to be, um, or the IC used to DQ competitors if their known flight was very bad. This rule was eliminated partially because there was accusations that judges would tank the scores of a competitor to keep them from being a threat in the competition. Good Lord. <laughs> I love, uh, okay, here's a uh, 2022-33. <laughs> I feel like the the person had to be drunk or high or something like well, that. Because he goes, <laughs> it's a synopsis. Lighten up, stall, stall, turn, pivot penalties. Like Lighten up, man. Lighten up, man. <laughs> Let's go ahead and let's just, uh, let's ease up on that. <laughs> yeah, man. Chill out. Chill out on the pivot points, man. <laughs> Mandate a penalty for a flat spot in a loop. People have, dude, people have too much time on their hands. Is this what it is? Do, do we need to go back to work here? Like what, what are we doing here? Yeah. I'm trying to find to see if there's any glider ones I could say to piss you off. Oh, uh, th- do we should we should have proposed eliminate anything without an engine? Yeah, eliminate all non-powered flights. <laughs> <laughs> um, eliminate all rope at contests. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, a lot of loops, dude. Stuff. A lot of loop stuff in here, which is interesting. What did we miss about loops? Because uh, 2022-40, uh, clarifying loop judging criteria. Um, I mentioned the one about the flat spot in the loop. Um, and there was another loop one that I... Change penalties for inserting a line between a loop and a roll. Hmm. People are... Yeah. people are. Uh, that's interesting. Um, so anyway, this will be, be a long meeting for them. Yeah. So we're going to... Um, are they still allowing to, comp- to, to call in and listen? I have, so here's, here's the interesting thing. Um, I knew this is something I wanted to talk about today on the podcast and I go to the IAC website and I don't see a single thing mentioned about the November board meeting. Um, hmm. Maybe I see the sneak one by us. Well, I, you know, it's like I, the, 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 the 2022 rule proposals are submitted and you can read them on the site. But as far as like the news or like, you know, uh, yeah, la- under latest news, like I don't see anything about the November board meeting, um, huh. which is a little, little surprise. Uh, okay, so the, back in October six, Siva Siva uh, plenary to be held via video conference, November nineteen twenty one. That's not it. Um, why? Can't, so they hold that video conference. Why can't we hold the? I know. Yeah. Um, but no, I don't, I don't see anything. Um, so it'd be kind of nice to have that, um, posted so we can one advertise it so people know. And then if we can call in and listen, um, that would be, that would be great. Cause I think a lot of us want to listen to that and want to be involved in that way. Um, off yeah, this, off the reach out for, to Jim. Yeah. 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 We'll have to reach out to El Presidente and, and see if we can get him to put something out. Yeah, no, totally. Um, yeah. if he's not too busy. 
I'm hanging out in Florida. Yeah, yeah. Hanging out with the NG. Yeah. So what do you uh what do you got planned? What do you, what do you got uh going on? Any oh you doing something with uh with Lyft, but you can't talk about it. Um cool. I can talk a little bit about it. Um well the, actually there's a, a few things going on with Lyft. So Lyft we're gonna we're gonna have coming up, we're gonna have a giveaway, a joint giveaway between Fly Cool Shit and uh Lyft, which will be cool. I think that's gonna be planned for December next month. Um they sent me out um the choroid um layer from the helmet shell uh to kind of play with and look at and so if if anybody out there has a lift helmet um there's basically a i think it's a half inch or three quarter inch thick um choroid layer choroid is a material um it's basically a kind of a honeycomb uh plastic material that is uh, it's an absorption material uh, meant to take you know impact absorption uh when you hit your head and so it's used in a bunch of different stuff, but um, Lyft decided to integrate it into their helmet, and they sent me the shell to kind of look at. It's it's pretty cool, and it's super super light. And you pick it up, it's like yeah, it feels like nothing. Um, and in fact, I think on their website, it's like Coroids made out of you know ninety five percent air or something like that. <laughs> it's um, it, it's pretty light. Um, so they sent me that. That that, oh, yeah. that was really cool to kind of play with and and look at, and um, obviously it's an inter- integral part of the helmet. Um as far as cooling goes, impact protection and, 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 um, weight, um, or, or the, the lack of weight in the helmet is obviously largely attributed to that. Um, some communication stuff working on, uh, with the helmet, um, which will be, uh, which will be fun. Some doing some testing on some different things there that, that, that I can't elaborate on too much, but, uh, uh, stay tuned for that more. Um, that'll be, uh, made public fairly soon. Um, big news on the horizon, uh, for Lyft is that they just announced, um, I think they announced it publicly today, um, their new helmet for the military. So the AV, I saw that that's really cool. Yeah. The the AV 2.2, uh, which looks really badass, um, super cool, uh, helmet. And I know they've been doing some testing, uh, in different military aircraft already. And so that's, that's kind of looking like the next, the next generation helmet for the military is going to be, or I think for the air force so far, and then other people are going to be probably jumping on board, but, uh, uh, is going to be lift, which is, is huge, 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 huge news for lift. Um, yeah. so that's super cool. Now it's, uh, AV, uh, AV 2.2 flight helmet. Uh, it's their other parent company lift airborne. So you yeah. So out on, uh, lift basically, um, this was not super huge news. Um, it's not, it's not that it's not public, but, um, EVS sports is, you know, is a separate company from lift, lift aviation. And now, um, lift airborne technologies are kind of separate entities, if you will, Whereas lift airborne technologies, I think is going to focus on the helmets and then lift aviation is going to be like shoes and some other stuff like that. I, I'm not quite sure I've got that right, but basically they've split off a couple, couple other businesses to kind of um, better focus on, on, you know, specialized things that they're selling. And so that's, yeah, that's kind of, they're, they're, and you can they're doing see it, man. If, if you, if you go in their, uh, their Instagram on lift airborne, you kind of see that new visor technology that they're coming out with. Yeah. Yeah. There's some there, fixed visor is, uh, technology. Um, the, the lift AV one's going to get some, uh, some retrofitting. We've already talked about that a little bit. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there's some, some and, fun um, things coming up with that, uh, in the, in the future. And, um, if I can get my hands on an AV 2.2, that would be sweet to, to, <laughs> to test, but God, you know, I don't fly an F 22. We well, you know who would be a good person to test it? Huh? Bourbon. This Bourbon. Yak. Yak 110. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 Um, I like it. I like it a lot. I love Lyft. We all love Lyft. We I do that. too, man. So, I really Lyft. do. I, and I, I love everybody that works there. I, I, you know, I'm a big fan of their yeah, stuff. Shout out to Brayden. Yeah. Yeah. I got to touch base with Brayden. I haven't spoken to him in a while. I've been turning a lot of people onto it though. It's uh, hopefully they use the code. No, my friends, they don't use the code, but um, a couple of the guys that fly like regularly GA, Saratogas, Pipers and everything like that bought the shoes and they were, and it's funny cause they come up to the editor where they're like, see, I got it. I got it. I'm like, all right, cool, man. Like you didn't have to, but <laughs> thank I you. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, so they're super pumped and I get a lot of good feedback on a kneeboard. The kneeboard's huge. Dude, I love that kneeboard. They sent me one. Um, I actually love it. I love it. It's awesome. Do you yeah. use it for your, your commercial job? No, um, I don't need a, um, a kneeboard for, for that. Um, but I have it in my, I have it in my flight bag for like, um, like my cross country bag kind of thing. Um, oh, nice. and it would be great. It's great in the extra. It's super low profile. That is one of the things I got away from using a kneeboard because I, I they would just always get in the way. And so, yeah, they slide um, off. This one's molded to your leg. It's really sweet. And it's, it's very, it's priced right. It's 49 bucks. Yeah. It's got like a clear strap for your iPad mini. It's, it's got a curved bottom. So it, it, again, it just, it fits your leg really good. Um, magnetic. It's, it's really cool. Um, I really recommend it. I like it a um, lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I love their stuff, man. And I yeah. think they're going to be coming out with some cool, you know, new shoes and, um, I'd love to do a shoe collab with them. You know where you and I uh, make a Dude. shoe with him. I think we, we got to try to push for that one. Yeah, yeah, we got to. Now that like everything's kind of coming down the holidays, and you know Todd got his Corvette, he can chill out a little bit. So <laughs> 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 exactly, exactly. Uh, yeah, but, we, um, I'm gonna get yeah, back man. to some flying, and then have, have you been flying at all? Yeah, I flew. Um, gosh, I flew today. Um, they're kind of shitty, but you know, working on it, it's, uh, it's cold. I mean, it, you know, I have like a, like three layers on and it's, I'm such a, I just, I'm, I'm a wide back, so it's tight in the extra. So, yeah. um, you know, I flew, I didn't fly bad. I just, you know, not to my standards, but you don't um, fly bad. had fun and yeah, thanks, <laughs> you know, and you know, they put out the proposed unlimited 22 known and I'm kind of, I want to practice it, but I don't cause like, who knows if they're going to change it with my luck. They'll change the first figure and I got enough other shit. I got to practice, but so can we talk before, about that? Like, I wish, yeah, let's, let's talk about that. Cause there's not any really, there's not really uh drama associated with the known, right? Um, um this, is, this isn't a snap, no snap in intermediate kind of thing again, or is it in your mind? No, I mean, I'm not at the level to, to even like put my two cents in. But from what I heard, um, I heard some comments that certain people didn't like figure 10 in the unlimited known, which is a uh, which is a loop with an eight point roll. And that's a really hard figure to score. Well, there's a lot of opportunity for judges to downgrade you. So, you know, I, I think it's a good figure to, to put in the known. I think it's hard to, to score really well. It's very easy to fly, but it's really hard to score well. Sure. Um, I heard that people weren't too happy 
with figure one because figure one is a lay down Humpty is basically a, a Humpty Humpty bump on a 45 angle but base this one you pull um I guess it's 120 degrees I forget no 135 degrees so you pull to inverted 45 negative and yeah half roll yeah half roll and then half snap and somebody's like oh you're not going to be able to get a uh, a fast flick but everybody's not going to be able to get a fast flick none of that so we should all be in the same group yeah um so um yeah I don't they really I was I was looking through it it's there's really no no crazy you know underwater hurricanes kind of going on here so um i really want to practice it but who knows if they're going to change the first figure and be like oh you know we're going to change this to this and it's like fuck i just wasted you know four flights mastering figure one or figuring you know flying the first three figures back you know it's like and now i got that imprinted in my head and then you know go to the first contest and i i fly the old sequence (laughs) you know yeah (laughs) so uh, but yeah, like I said before, I have enough to work on this year. Um, it should be nice to, uh, you know, to play around with it a little bit. What um, do, do you, does this change your, or do, does this add a timeline to kind of where you, where you think you want to be or, or like, what, what are you trying to do uh, timeline wise? Are you just going with the flow and like, Hey, whenever I'm, whenever I'm ready, if that's 2023, then that's, that's fine. Or are you, are you trying to do unlimited in 2022, uh, like a certain amount of contests? What, what, what's that kind of looking like? Um, so I made some pretty good progress on the, um, on the outside vertical up snaps. And, um, I think if I just, I 22, I'm definitely going to do regionals and unlimited. There's no doubt. Um, it's going to be a question of where I'm at, you know, come August, and if I'm scoring good on all the figures, not great. If I, if I'm not, I don't want to say embarrassed. I don't think I'll be embarrassing, but I want to, I, I don't think I'm, I don't want to knock myself down and be like, I can't, I'm not gonna be able to win nationals, but it would be, it'd be incredible if I could win nationals, um, in 20, in 22. And it's just, it's, it's impossible. I mean, the amount of, there's not enough time in a day to, to get the, you know, experience and the practice in that, somebody like, you know, Rob and Aaron and Goody, you know, it's just, it's not going to happen, but I do want to go and, and, you know, get a contest environment experience and, and fly really well. Um, and, you know, work on improving. So, uh, to answer, so definitely going to do some contests locally. And then if I'm flying good and confident, I'm going to definitely go to nationals and, and try to, uh, try to do really well and maybe, you know, set a goal of like, I want to try to score above 72 percentile for the whole contest, you know, something like that. Okay. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's not a bad goal, right? Not at all. Not at all. Super realistic goal. Yeah. I definitely want to hit a contest on the West coast though. Come on out, dude. Yeah. Maybe I'll fly. Um, we should go to a contest together. I'll fly the, uh, I'm just going to put myself in your airplane. I'm going to fly your airplane. I'll fly it in advance and, um, go to like, uh, Borrego, right. Or something like that. Let's do it. Yeah. And you'll fly intermediate and we'll just fucking romp it. Romp it or just, just eat a, a big plate of dicks and whatever. Yeah, totally. Fuck it. Just munson it up. Munson. Munson it. <laughs> <laughs> you pull, you pull a Munson. Yeah. 
I love it. What hey, else man. we got? You got anything else? I don't know, man. We covered a lot. Covered a lot, man. Covered a lot. Um, we got some breaking news during the show, which we'll share next week. Dude, this... Some people that listen to this know. A lot of you don't. But the last seven days has been <laughs> a an absolute hellacious amount of insane things happening that are completely secret and completely um, kept under wraps. And then we get another, just an absolute bombshell. And I mean, a freaking bombshell 20. What, no, actually we're probably like 10 minutes into recording. <laughs> yeah. No, we it's crazy. Talk about it, it always happens. Yeah. It's what an eye opening yeah. week though. What an eye opening oh, week. Man. You know, there's going to be, there's going to come a point where we can talk about it. You, that's a great way to put it. I can't, I couldn't, I couldn't, I can't put it any better. I, that's, it's an eye opening yeah, week just in a lot of ways. And, and, uh, in a, uh, multiple people, uh, a lot of different yeah. people. I, yeah. Um, but the nice part <laughs> is that the breaking news that we got today sounds like it's going to be made public in the next few days. And we will be able to talk about it on the following podcast and, and kind of, um, you know, it'd be really fun to get um, somebody on to talk. We're, you and Make I need the announcement. We, we need to uh, we're going to we'll get together after the podcast and, and off air and, and send a group text to uh, somebody and, and see if we can get them on to talk about the thing. That would be great <laughs> uh, to be more cryptic. Everybody's just screaming at their freaking iPhones right now. Like, tell us what it is, you son of a bitch. Oh my god! But um, yeah, I don't think yeah, I have anything else, dude. Stuff. I'm gonna try to fly tomorrow. Well, um, let me know, and then uh, we're gonna get a guest next week. Sorry, uh, it's just been a little bit crazy with holidays and yeah, lining schedules up has, has been hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not really. I kind of this week was kind of rough with work. Usually, like you and I will make it work earlier on, but we got kind of the weather's depressing, and you got that new job thing that's kind of eating you up. So yeah. Next week will be better. Oh yeah. We'll get back into it. And uh yeah, I'm excited to talk about uh the the, the new stuff coming up. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, love it. Well, right, sweet dude. dude. I'll um, uh, catch you next week. Sounds good. Guys, go to liftaviationusa.com. Go check out the new AV 2.2 helmet. Um unless you fly an F35, you can't buy one. Um but you can at least go look at it, but you can go buy the AV1. Um, and go buy some shoes and use the promo code fly cool shit for those 25% off your order um, of everything except for uh, helmets. And what else? Go buy a shirt. Go buy two shirts. Go buy six shirts. Buy sh- Great holiday gift. Just probably one of the best oh holiday gifts. If, if I'm going to be real honest with you, it's one of the best holiday <laughs> gifts at uh, fly yeah. cool shit slash merch. What else, dude? Go buy a pumpkin spice <sighs> latte from Petro. He's pumping these things out yeah. 10 an hour. Which is not very much. At Actually, least uh, sixty an hour, one a minute. An hour, yeah, yeah. Like throwing candy corn everywhere, just, just buying all the candy corn I can right now. Just six <laughs> shooting these these pumpkin spice lattes out to all the uh, to every UGG wearing basic bitch. Yeah, bring your big brimmed hat. Yeah, and big sunglasses to me. I don't know what to serve you. <laughs> just, just <laughs> don't even say say no say no more, fam. <laughs> Yeah. You want a medium the or a large? Is like we, 
we have like, um, it's tough because I work the register. We've already talked about that, about how people don't know what to order when they get there. And they're like, I have a latte. And I'm like, oh, you want it hot or iced? And they're like, well, hot. And I'm like, all right, what size? And they're like, well, where are your sizes? Then you got to show them. This is all like one person, by the way. And they pick a size and then you got to ask them, well, you want kind of milk do you want? Well, what milk do you have? Oh, we have this, 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 this. Oh, I'll have that milk. And it's like, oh my God, can you just know what you want to see? <laughs> just know what you want. What's even worse, dude, is I've been to places like that, that there's no way you don't know what they have. Like Starbucks. Everybody knows the sizing of a Starbucks. Unless you are from, yeah, I don't even know what foreign country wouldn't have a Starbucks. Um, but like if you're out of country and you come here and you're like going to a Starbucks, you're like, oh, what sizes do you have? And, and then you have to say like, you know, um, the, the, the sizes. I, I only get venti. That's the only size I remember. But like, you know, the equivalent of small, medium, large, extra large in Starbucks sizing. And they're like, well, what does that mean? And you're just like, how have you not ever heard of a Starbucks? It's weird. I don't know. Thank you for listening to another episode of Fly Cool Shit. Be sure to check out our website at www.flycoolshit.com. Subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes and Spotify. Any questions, comments, or feedback, shoot us an email at flycoolshit at gmail.com. 